Ever wonder what time freedom could look like in your life? What is that life that you truly desire? And how can you achieve it? I'm Sarah Bonham, and I'm here to inspire you to live the life you truly desire by helping you create seven streams of passive income. Tune in to hear how I've created multiple streams of income in my life and listen in to how others are also creating multiple streams in their life and how you can too. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk 7 Streams of Passive Income. This episode, I have Emma Brumley here with me and I'm so excited for her to talk about creating online courses. So if you are someone who has seen a lot of coaches out there creating these online courses and different things, um, she's going to talk about her story, her journey, what she specializes in, and then teach you. We're going to break this down into two episodes, but she's going to talk about how to design an online course that can start creating some passive income for you. Yeah, see, I'm going to tell everyone, how did we meet? I feel like we should do a coffee bit. Yeah, we should. (laughs) So how did, like, how did all this start? So this all started with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It started with the pandemic in 2020. Everything was shut down. I had a studio in the back of my house and I was teaching privates. Now, obviously, that all kind of went to SHIT. (laughs) I had the pivot in COVID. I had just moved into this house. I was newly a single mom and I was like, oh, holy crap, what the heck am I going to do? And I'm listening to all these podcasts and all these people who are saying, we need to, moving forward as fitness instructors, we need to become people who can, a year from now, easily flip-flop because there's going to be constant shutdowns and reopenings and we need to be able to easily flip-flop between being teaching online and teaching in person. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I can just have my laptop in the studio and if we get shut down again, I'll just teach on Zoom. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is that there came a certain point in the pandemic where people were really kind of fatiguing with the whole Zoom thing. And it was was exciting in the beginning and then it got to the point where people were like, I don't want to work out on Zoom. you know, I get it. Yeah, I did some of the Zoom workouts. Um, yeah. And so yeah. I think I realized that it had to be it had to be more than that. It couldn't just be me flip flopping between teaching privates on Zoom and teaching them in person. And I decided to create an online membership, an online Pilates membership. Okay. So the first thing I did was I created a overall Pilates membership. I didn't want to exclude anyone. I knew I knew I was already teaching very specifically to mums. I was teaching into diastasis, but I didn't want anyone to feel excluded. So I thought, okay, I'll make a Pilates membership and I'll make it for everybody. And I'll make sure that there's sections in there and there's something for everybody. And I marketed it to everybody. And it was a huge mistake and it was a huge flop. Because what I essentially was doing by trying to speak to everybody and trying not to exclude anyone, I was not solving a problem for anyone and I was not speaking to anyone. Mm. So what I then did was I went into the analytics of my membership and what I saw in there was fascinating because what I discovered was I had, there was one section in my membership that was postpartum and then there was a very specific section that was for diastasis healing. I think I called it diastasis healing. And when I went into the analytics, I noticed that the diastasis section for those that don't know, diastasis is a separation of the abs, mm-hmm. right? And it can cause pressure management issues. It can cause back pain. It's when you try to lift something heavy, it, the pressure 
canister doesn't work correctly mm-hmm. and so you can see like doming and coning in your abs and which is what i have yeah. yeah when we um, talked about that mommy tummy that's a whole yeah, separate totally helped me a ton actually so yeah so i noticed in my analytics that the diastasis section had a 100 percent completion rate mm-hmm. and everything else was lucky if it got 10 percent wow. like wow. no one cared so what i decided to do is i decided to take what I've done for diastasis and expand on it mm-hmm. and turn it into a 12 week program. And it was a 12, it wasn't a membership. It was a one-time payment. It was a 12 week program. And almost instantly I started to see success with that. Okay. So rather than selling it as a membership, I was selling it as a, as a one-time thing. And I think the, the huge difference was that I was now speaking speaking about a very very specific problem and the reason why this problem was important to me was because i had i personally had a four-finger diastasis like it was huge it affected my self-confidence i hated my body it was a huge issue for me and i had figured out how to completely heal from it even though many people were telling you oh you can't heal from a diastasis so your doctor might tell mm-hmm. you you need a you know you need a mummy makeover if yeah. you want to heal your diastasis that's what i was told by and then we discovered that it simply wasn't true so I started to speak to a very, very specific person about mm-hmm. a very, very specific problem. And I think that that is the key with creating an online program. So when you went from membership to creating a course, because there's a difference and you guys have talked, you guys have heard in my other episodes, I have a women's group and that's a membership based program. It's not a course, it's a membership. What was the big difference or what was the big motivator for you to switch from membership to designing an online course it's interesting because i think first of all i wanted the online course because i wanted i wanted something very specific are you Mm. talking about like in terms of i guess what inspired you to go from membership to course because it's a lot of work to put a course together so what was your vision with it partly i wanted something that i wanted i knew i wanted something that was passive Mm. right yeah the problem with the membership was that i had committed to uploading new episodes every week and it became a lot of work okay and I kind of started to I kind of started to 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 hate it I was like you know every week I was like ah it's it's not just filming the content it's figuring out what you're going to film it's creating it's designing the workouts setting the studio up with all the lighting Mm -hmm. filming it editing it Mm -hmm. and I was having to do that every week and nobody cared yeah. And it was exhausting and it was really like I was burning out from it. And so I knew I wanted to create a program that was complete. I didn't want a membership where I had to keep adding to it. And I do still add to it. If I have a new idea about mm-hmm. like, a diastasis workout, I will add that. It's not like it's completely complete, but there's no pressure on me to keep constantly putting new information or new workouts into this program. It's a complete program and it's done. So when I sell it, it really is passive. Mm. It's more passive than a membership, I would say. Oh, I love that. And for anyone who doesn't know you, I would like for you to share just a little bit of background. You know, I know you. I know that you are one of the big motivators, you know, was you're a single mama and you are raising your daughter on your own. You are building your wealth on your own. And so for you, and you know, I would love for people just to kind of hear your perspective it wasn't just about, I need money, 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 but it was like, I need to go into survival mode. Like I need mm-hmm. to provide and not just survive, but teach your daughter how to thrive, mm-hmm. even due to hard circumstances that are mm-hmm. uncontrollable. Yeah. 
right? So well, I guess like kind of talk people, you know, through that piece of it, like, you know, one, that desire, that why. Yeah. And so I think the why for part of the why for me was that I was, I had found this solution and this solution completely changed my life. Mm. And it wasn't about the money. It was about, I found this solution and I want to tell other people that, mm. that there is hope and that they can have this solution too. So it, you know, it was partly, partly that I, I started out creating the membership because I wanted to make money. But once I figured out that the diastasis was, what people were the most interested in, I was like, well, that this works out really well because this is something that I'm actually really passionate about mm. helping other people with. And so it was less about the money. But also I love the idea of teaching my daughter about hard work because don't get me wrong, it has been no picnic <laughs> creating an online program. Yeah. It is a lot of work and it's not for the faint-hearted. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel proud of myself that I'm, because I, we were talking about this yesterday, mm -hmm. but I'm quite ADHD. And so for, for me to, to yeah. like focus on something and create it and complete it and actually finish it mm -hmm. is a huge deal for me. So when you were talking, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit. We met three years ago through a networking opportunity, um, women's networking group. And Emma and I just connected. We just were like, we just gravitated towards each other. Obviously, you guys know from past episodes, I run an online activewear shop. She does Pilates. We knew we were going to create magic together. And it's been three years in the making. But um, I remember one day, I was like, I want to come visit. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. No, that's not what happened. You said, you said you should come visit. Oh, I did say I did. I, did. <laughs> I, I just want to make it clear that I did not invite myself. Oh, <laughs> you said, okay. you said <laughs> it was a passing comment. You like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, let's have a look at flights to Florida. <laughs> and I think I sent you a screenshot of like, oh, here are the flights. And you were like, oh, she's <laughs> you. And I was like, wait, did you think I was really gonna come when you you were like sure. Okay, so my husband and I talk about your door at like five AM in the morning. Here <laughs> Well, and the crazy thing is we had never met in person. You live in LA, I live in Florida. So I remember so clearly you picking me up from the airport and me, like, I jumped in the car with someone who, like, we, we didn't feel like strangers. No, but I was no. like, in reality, I'm jumping in the car with a complete stranger that I've just flown five hours <laughs> to come and see. <laughs> kind of sounds like a star of a horror movie. <laughs> and not only that, I didn't tell anyone that I was coming because I didn't tell my family because I was like, oh, I'm not sure how they would feel about me flying across the country to go and stay with a complete stranger. But also, we were in the middle of the pandemic. I didn't tell anyone that I was coming because I didn't want people when I came back to be like, oh, well, you need to quarantine for two weeks now. Secret agent trip. Secret agent content <laughs> trip. And the purpose of our trip was we wanted to create content together. We wanted to, and we did. I still use, I mean, talk about evergreen. I still use those items, those pictures, those videos. Those, and so we created content for, I mean, I would say oh, like at least 60 days. I mean, it was just amazing. But back to, so like we, we were talking about this right before the episode and I thought this was really cool. And I didn't know this and I was getting like all the goosebumps. And the whole point of this episode or the, these episodes, you guys, is really to talk about you and how you can create multiple streams of income, specifically creating seven streams of passive income. 
And I, I didn't know this. Emma just told me before we started recording. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing. She was just talking to me about how when we first met three, just three years ago, just three years ago, where she was in her business, what she was doing financially, what was coming in, and then putting in the work. And in three years, really talk about that whole thing. Can you tell me about like, so... Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about this before, and I, I so the first time I went out to see Sarah, we were out on the lagoon and we were out on the paddle boards and we were talking about money. And I didn't say this to her at the time because I was feeling like, oh God, but she was telling me about how much she earned, and I was feeling really inspired by it. And I remember thinking, oh God, I so I had the membership at this point, but it wasn't doing very well. Mm. So really, the only money coming in was from my private clients. I wasn't charging my worth, and I was I was lucky if I was making two thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. and i really was barely even surviving like two thousand dollars isn't even enough to pay my rent yeah so that was it was a huge motivation motivation for me to come back from that trip knowing you know how much you were making passively and mm -hmm. and just kind of feeling like there must be more mm -hmm. there must be more for me yes there must be more for everyone like this is what I love. Like I love stories and like this. Talked about passive income, and I can I can remember, I can remember feeling like I hadn't really thought of of myself as being somebody who could create, who could have passive income in my life. Mm -hmm. I had always thought of myself as like, oh, if I want to make more, I need to teach more private clients. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is that you're giving away every hour, every time you take on a new private client, you're losing an extra hour. If they're coming three times a week, you're losing three hours of your life and when you sit down and do the sums there's only so much you can make because there's only so many hours in the week that you can teach mm -hmm. and once you hit that ceiling you can't do any more than that unless you're going to like you know yeah like literally <laughs> die <laughs> you know um i because i i have like a I have like a cap where I'm like, I can't teach more than five private clients in a day before my brain starts to mm -hmm. fry. So for me, that's my limit. So that's like 25 hours a week. So if, I, if you do the sums and, and total up how much, how, you know, how much you're charging in an hour and how many hours a week you want to charge, you want to charge, that's your total income. And I can remember coming to you, being on those paddle boards and we were talking about passive income. And I came home and I thought, this can't be it. This can't be it for me. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh my gosh. Don't cry, Emma. Don't cry. <laughs> I'm so passionate about this topic because I, I do think everyone is worthy of more. Everyone is worthy of the life that they truly desire. Uh, you're going to make me cry now. I'm gonna cry because it's like, we, I don't even remember how we came across each other online, but I know we met on Instagram. We don't know on Instagram. But I feel like that trip coming to see you put the fire in me mm. to come home and create something meaningful. Mm. I mean, I could I that. I've met you. I, like, I don't know how that would have all turned out. I have no idea. We're just going to turn the episode off and cry now. <laughs> Excuse us. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really, I, I grew up, for those of you who don't know, and you know, my family, my parents were divorced when I was in, uh, I believe I was eighth grade or the start of our freshman year. So like vulnerable time. And my mom was working seven days a week, 12 hours a day, almost my entire childhood. And I didn't see her. And I resented her when I was younger. But I look back today and I realize like I am the woman I am today because of her hard work. 
you know, I, I show up the way I do because of her. But at the same time, I never wanted to sacrifice time away from my family to provide for them. And I also, I mean, your story too, like you never know when life is going to smack you in the face. You just don't. And I think as women, you always need to be prepared. I tell my husband all the time, like, I, you know, divorce is not an option for us. But at the same time, there's a lot of other obstacles that could be thrown into a marriage. There's a lot of different uncertainties. There's a lot of, you know, hard things that can happen. And I think that as women, we need to have a plan B mm-hmm. and not just a, a little plan B, but something that is passive and strong and consistent mm-hmm. that we can depend on for forever. Right. And that's what you did. Yeah. I mean, I had to, <laughs> you know, I was, when the pandemic hit, I was very recently a single mom and I had spent the last 15 years with my ex-husband who we, I thought we were building a life together mm-hmm. and we had not yet bought a house. So, um, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have 401k, mm-hmm. we didn't have any investments. So when we broke up, I literally walked away with nothing. and having spent that first part of my life thinking that I had someone to do life with and to build wealth with, with, and suddenly I'm on my own and I'm like, I'm sort of starting to put the pieces together and realizing private fitness teaching is not going to cut it for me. Yeah. Well, you're trading time for money. You're trading time for money. You're sacrificing. You can't pick up and leave. Because you have clients that you depend on, and not just that they depend on you, but that's your income. That's your livelihood, right? Right. So you can't create passive income. What happens when, I mean, I've heard, I mean, and again, I would never hope that anything bad happens to anyone, but life does happen, whether we want to or not. Mm -hmm. And I've heard so many stories of moms that were able to take a year off Mm -hmm. because they had passive income Mm -hmm. they had created because their child got sick and they needed to be in the hospital with them every single day that year. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, you just never know. And I don't think you should create income out of fear. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, that, you know, that's what we should be. That's not the desire or the, the, the why, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it's, but it could be a motivator. It could be a motivator. Absolutely. Yeah. Last night, actually we was, I was at a, a conference last night and one of the ladies said, you know, it's sometimes it's not, when you create these opportunities, when you're chasing, not chasing, but like when you're intentional about building a passive income or creating those other streams, sometimes it's not just about a fun why. Sometimes it's about running away from a nightmare. And one of the speakers was talking about, like she like broke down in tears and she said this in our company and inside she was like, this was me running from my nightmare. She's like, I had been let go, all of these things that were out of control. And I had no idea that I needed this. And I was, I wasn't running towards a dream. I was running away from a nightmare and it led her to this opportunity. So I think that it doesn't matter whether your life is perfect right now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether your life is in shambles. Like you have the power to go and create Mm -hmm. multiple streams of passive income and speaking in that, I want to dive right into because a lot of you are listening. I want to say one more thing about the paddleboard day. Yeah. Because something else just before we, before we move on. One of the things that you said to me on those paddleboards that really stuck with me, mm. and I forget how you worded it, but you said something like, if it's not something I can scale, mm. it's not worth my time. Yeah. You say that all the time. Right? 
And, mm-hmm. and, and that really hit me because I was like, I can't scale private teaching. There is no way to scale private teaching. And unless you're, you know, let's say you're a studio and you take on other instructors, blah, blah, blah. But that's, that's not me. I have a little studio in the back of my house and I can teach one person at a time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that really, that really stuck with me because creating an online, I, I think I wanted to raise my ceiling. Mm-hmm. I had a very, specific and quite a low ceiling Mm -hmm. and i wanted i wanted to take the ceiling away i love it i love it so a trip to florida guys just come to sunny florida you'll be inspired enough to raise your ceiling (laughs) (laughs) be the alligator yes she really wants to be the alligator you don't want to see them they're like oh my gosh so we went wakeboarding i just have to tell this really funny about the alligators when we went wakeboarding with blake and your kids and Blake was like, come on, let's give you a give you a turn on the wakeboard. And Jared was pressing oh. it on the wakeboard. And I and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I get in. And the moment I get into the water, all I could think about was alligators. And I start like freaking out, but I'm trying to I'm like, be cool, be cool. Alligator grabs you and it spins you. Alligator grabs me, I'm gonna get spun to my death. You should stay out of the Florida. It's lovely. Just don't go in, you know. Well, and we had, and the wakeboarding was just after we had been for lunch at that place where you sit up in the treehouse, and we had been like looking at the alligators through the glass. (laughs) Yeah. In in a different body of water. In a different body of water. But yes, it was Florida. Cheers to our love Florida. Love it. Um, and now I get to be in LA, which is pretty amazing. But so yeah, like I, I want to, cause a lot of you guys are listening to, you know, not just to be inspired, but also the how to, all right. So like you've heard these stories, you know, I mean, maybe you can relate. Maybe you are going through a divorce. Maybe you're a single mama. Maybe you're at a point in your life where you're like, I need to scale. I need to raise my ceiling. There has to be more. And you have value, right? So these are Emma's three tips to getting started mm-hmm. if you want to create an online course. Episode two, we'll be diving into those three steps mm-hmm. and the very basic like where to start. But today's episode mm-hmm. will end with her three tips. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you think you can see yourself doing, then you're going to have to tune in to episode yeah. the next episode. Okay, so my top three tips are number one, and we've touched on this already, but know what problem you solve and who you solve it for so there are i think they say that there are three things that people will part money part with their money for Mm -hmm. online and those three things are can this person help me make more money Mm -hmm. which is not me can this person help me lose weight which is not me you will literally never hear me speaking about or preaching about weight loss it's just not it's not what i embody but you will lose weight, honestly. Your, your stomach <laughs> will get smaller. Yes. But it's not due to weight loss. <laughs> and number three is, can this person help me solve a specific problem? Yeah. And that's, 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 that's where I come into that kind of equation. So what problem can you solve and who can you solve it for? And I think being really clear on that mm-hmm. will really help you to kind of like carve a path through the masses of online courses out there so uh, as we as we said before i started off with the membership where i was trying to solve everything for everybody and you end up essentially speaking to nobody mm-hmm. like i think because like i'm an ivf mama i did ivf and i was very and so i was very 
I really didn't want to speak to specifically to mums because I didn't want people who weren't mums to feel excluded because I remembered how, how painful that was and how, how that felt. But the issue with that was that nobody felt like I was speaking to them. Mm. So you got to just take that leap of faith and you just got to, and you just got to, you just got to, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I know. And I, Ellen and I have talked about this for years. Like if I hadn't have, if I hadn't have kind of changed my very specific path, I still wouldn't be helping anybody. And what's the good in that? Yeah. Okay. And I think it's a kind of a journey in our process. I think you've really got to figure out like, but go back and look at the content that you've created. Who, what do people connect with the most? Mm-hmm. What do people like to see the most? Create more of that content. And I think organically, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to see what your niche is. You're going to be able to figure out like, who are those people you're talking to? You're going to see mm-hmm. who really is your, in your audience. You might think you know your audience, but your content doesn't lie. Engagement doesn't lie. So you can really um, go back and look at your analytics and see yeah. that. Even on Instagram, like I can go back on my analytics yeah. and see like which posts have really resonated with people. Mm-hmm. And, really and once again, you know, it was, it was the same, it was the same thing. Like, not just looking in the back end of my course and seeing which which videos were being played the most, but also on Instagram. And mm-hmm. it was telling me the exact same thing. Yeah. My analytics on Instagram. So, That's so cool. That's so run cool. with it. And then my my second tip is to grow your email list. You do not, and you know, you've probably heard people say this before, but it really, really is true. You do not own your social media audience. I so I can remember, and this is so, so important, because I can remember a couple of years ago, I got shadow banned on instagram and i'm talking like oh this is like proper shadow banning because i went on instagram stories and i talked about how you can improve your sex life by strengthening your pelvic floor mm-hmm. and i got 1000 percent shadow banned like my instagram stories views <laughs> my instagram story <laughs> views for two no for two solid weeks i got zero views on stories zero wow. and my my posts were not being shown to anybody it was almost like i was like am i going to lose my instagram account <laughs> like it really got shadow banned but your email list there's no algorithm with the email list there's no one controlling whether or not your emails get opened whether or not your emails get opened by the people that you send them to is more about the subject line Speaking of that, real quick, just to give you a quick tip, what's the, there's a lot of great email uh, campaigns out there and websites and programs that also allow you to create landing pages mm-hmm. and this and that where you can really capture people's. Mm-hmm. What do you use? I use Kajabi. I use Kajabi for everything. And we're yeah. what we're talking we're about. We're talking about that. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and she's going to talk about that, but I'll make sure to post. She um, has an affiliate link with Kajabi. Mm-hmm. You guys can click that link if you want to get started. If you don't have an email campaign, if you don't have landing pages and, and yeah. whatsoever, um, that's a great. That's so a we're going to talk more in the next episode about how okay. to grow your email list. But yeah, that's my tip number two is to grow your email yes. list. And we're, we're going to touch on that in the next episode. Uh, and then tip number three is use storytelling to connect with your audience Mm -hmm. because you can you can create an online program and you can put it on a website but people have to feel a connection with you and with the thing so use your own story to inspire i love that you guys so quick (laughs) request I like that. <laughs> 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 so um, number one is know 
know what your what know what problem you solve and who you solve it for. Number two, grow your email list. Number three, use storytelling to connect with your audience. Awesome. I love it, you guys. Again, if you've been wanting to check out how to create an online course, we're gonna talk about that in the next episode. Uh, we're gonna go into the how, the who, the what websites, what platforms, what systems, and all of the things where to exactly get started so that you can start creating another stream of passive income. Thanks, you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in. To hear more ways to create multiple streams of passive income in your life, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Sarah L. Bonham. I would love to hear your story and your streams of passive income that you have created. If you want to share this info with others, please take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and tag me on social media. Let's help everyone create a life they truly desire.